You are listening to the We Are Better Men podcast. The views and opinions expressed on the Better Men podcast are those of the host. Viewer discretion is advised. Redefining failure is something that we absolutely have to do if we want to achieve success. The definition of failure is the omission of expected or required action or lack of success. That's the literal definition of the word. So if you think about your life and your journey and the goals you've set, and you look at little blips or little negative events, how can you really define those as failure? They're not failure. They're just a part of the journey. Now, that sounds really fluffy, motivational speaker-like, Tony Robbins-type information, but it's true. And I realized that quite some time ago. You know, I'm someone that's always been working on something. I've built too many websites to count and started too many businesses in my in my 20s and entrepreneurial things and, you know, conversations with people about things. And, and you know, quite often I'd hear from people, you're stretching yourself too thin, like why you keep starting, why do you keep testing? And now I've realized in my career at 36 that it was all those testings and, and attempts and, and ups and downs that brought me to where I am now. And, you know, where I see the next 10 years of my life going, which is in a good direction. So we have to redefine failure before we even talk about the next little bit I want to speak about here. You need to look at failure or blips as negative events that are just a part of your journey and that you can learn from. You can't really identify a negative moment in your life as a failure because what is really being a failure or failing lack of success in the end well it's not the end of your life so or not the end of your attempt to achieve a goal so you can't say that there's a lack of success and then of course the omission of expected or required action is a a literal failure where you maybe you wrote a math test and you did not pass well you got to fail but in the grand scheme of things now you know what you need to study. There's, there's a ton of, of literal things you can look at. And I think the, the aura there is just we need to stop defining failure, defining every little negative moment in our life as failure. Uh, I think it leads to depression and, and a ton of other things. So let's just we push that aside now. We kind of have that premise. Um, so from that, there's this book. And if you're in sales, you know of this book because I think it's probably one of the most purchased books uh, in, in the sales slash business section on Amazon and probably a New York Times bestseller as well. Uh, and it's called Go For No. And the book is brilliantly effective, yet crucially simple. It's a lengthy book, not super long, but long enough. The premise of the book and the psychology of the idea of going for no is that you can't achieve success without failing a few times or having setbacks. So logically, if for every one successful event you need nine unsuccessful events or failures, you need to scale that and be okay with having 900 unsuccessful events or failures to achieve those nine to 10 successful events. Now in business, it makes perfect sense. You figure out what works, what what generates the revenue, what's profitable, and you scale it. And during that process, um, there's going to be things that don't work. 
So that's how you have to look at it. But if you really think about it and take it to the next level, this can apply to so much more than just business. In your personal life, it can work too because if you think about it, going back to high school, how many of us were afraid to ask that girl out to the dance or whatever the case may be because of the fear of rejection? And then looking at that even continued into adulthood, how many adult men are still afraid of rejection? I think that, and to be completely honest, I think some of the most prideful individuals, especially men that I have met in my life, and especially now in adulthood, even people that I, I interact with, have been the least successful. And I guarantee it's because their massive fear of the word no, or their massive fear of, the, of rejection in general. How, ma- how many men do we know that have made stupid decisions because it's driven by their ego and we know that almost always an over-eccentric ego is driven or controlled or sourced by the fear of rejection. So if you redefine rejection and start to be okay with the word no, because in the grand scheme of things, life is short. You have one chance physically on this planet. Does it really matter if you ask her out and she says no, or if you ask them if they need your services for business and they say no, or if you ask for that raise at work and your boss says no, does it really matter? In the grand scheme of things, it doesn't. It's just an opportunity to learn something new or to to re-strategize and figure out your next steps. So the whole premise, the whole idea here is to redefine failure so that you don't look at it as such a negative thing and then achieve more failure. Now that sounds bizarre, but it's the truth. Go for No, it's a great book. Um, As I said, it's a a lengthier read, but it's not, you know, the, the overall concept shortened is just the more no's, you need more no's to get more yeses. And that's the way the world works. That's the way life works. And you have to be okay with, with hearing no. All right, take it easy.